<laughs> right. Um, according to that, I'm invited to a secret society that if we join, we get to live forever, but at a price. Welcome to the Wrong Term Podcast. Yeah. Let's try again. Let's try again. You can try again. This, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Welcome All to the right. Wrong Pocky Pop. All right. Um, we're in the middle of a LA storm and we are shooting, uh, we are recording an episode. And today we are doing Death Becomes Her from 1990. Courtney. 92. <laughs> 92. Thank you. Sorry. It's okay. I already forgot. <laughs> Man, okay. All the research you did and then all of a sudden you just forget everything. Um, <laughs> from 1992. Thank you. <laughs> we like our 90s Maybe, yeah I know 100% I think we're going to do a lot of movies from our collective childhoods and then yeah. <laughs> then, then we'll do some doesn't everyone isn't that whatever I, I mean, think that's what a lot of what a lot of podcasts do talk about what you know but you know what I've been holding out I haven't been doing our like my, my top favorites I know because you haven't. every other podcast that I've come across like for the first year does all their favorite movies in the first year and then all of a sudden they got nothing to talk about after, right. after that so yeah, yeah, we're just we're playing it fast and loose. And we're just picking up everything that that comes along our way. Yeah, so. we just we just like to do it when we just both kind of agree on something. Like I know we've thrown out a few of my favorites, but we haven't even begun. Oh, we haven't even begun. We haven't even begun. We haven't begun. <laughs> the, um, I mean, I did watch. I think I'm pretty sure I saw this in the theater on a divorce dad Sunday. Um, and we have a. All star list, all star cast, all star cast, all star cast. Meryl Streep playing Madeline Ashton, Bruce Willis playing Ernest Menville, Goli Hahn playing Helen Sharp, and Isabella Rossellini playing Lisa Von Rumen. I'm pretty sure that's the entire like, that's just the it's actually directed by none other than Robert Zemeckis. We're just talking about how man we love Zemeckis, other fucking goat. Yeah, like I was looking at his, he's still also making, he's still making amazing things like yeah. he's a yeah he didn't write on this one but he directed it though but right? he directed yeah. and he was a producer on it but yeah like this is like almost in the not this like just the third decade of his career second decade of his career really but yeah, yeah. after all the other <laughs> back to the he had already done back to the future one through three before this like of course and then he just picks this little old like you know black you know, comedy to fucking do. Also, this is in the theme of uh, torn. Yeah, Valentine, torn lovers, mm-hmm. and yeah, Courtney. Yeah, what were your first impressions? You'd seen this when you were growing up. Yes, it was one of them. I remember my mom loved. Um, my mom introduced me. I mean, she introduced me a lot of great horror movies because she's always been a fan. But yeah, I just. Remember this being one of her favorites, and I absolutely fucking fell in love with it. But I didn't really revisit it until my like late twenties. I feel like like I remember seeing it as a kid, maybe ten, eleven, probably right at that prime age where I was watching all this stuff. Um, but yeah, it holds up. Oh my gosh, it holds <laughs> up. It's so good. I think it's a very simple, very simple story. Very small cast, and like I think that that's what probably helps it age. You know, it doesn't have a little bit too much of like these other elements that probably wouldn't have aged great. Um, the effects were done by ILM, George Lucas's studio. So like 
at the time. Like these were cutting edge effects, yeah. and it won. I think it won an award. It won Academy Award. Yeah, for it. Even though, like, it's it's small. It's, it's small. Super super. You know, like. Real, and, I mean, that has an age great. You can sort of tell. Like yeah, some of it's not spectacular, but it doesn't, but it doesn't bother me. No, it does. Especially in like a weird comedy like this, because because they're they also have such other cartoon elements to it that just like oh yeah like you know some weird effect just adds to it yeah 100%. and well quick when we talked about how we were doing a little research for this and there wasn't like a whole lot of info but i did read that um meryl streep wasn't the biggest fan of filming this movie because of the special effects like she said that she had a hard time with the acting part as far as the, you know, being like, all right, just act like Goldie Hawn is right there where she like, and she's like, no, like I, I mean, I get that from her though. Um, and that was like her only comment, not because she didn't like it. Like she loved the way it turned out, but she just said it from an actor point of view. She is not something she'd want to do again. No. Yeah. I mean, but then you've also heard that from there. I, the, the more and more like blue screen and green screen have become like more ubiquitous yeah. and like, Actors just kind of getting a little irritated because, like, yeah, you just got to stand there in front of this thing and just have to imagine or act. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid. I, I know, but Meryl Streep is an actor. Yeah, like she, she's so iconic. So yeah. who it, the it was fuck does Meryl Streep think she is? Oh, this no. is a Robert is a Mecca's joy. No, <laughs> I like her honesty. She's just like, yeah, maybe it, she didn't quite enjoy the filming of it, but she did say that she liked the way it turned out. Oh yeah, I think. So also like she probably wouldn't do it again yeah but, exactly she's yeah. like mm, well, but it doesn't matter like she still killed it oh like, I, <laughs> kills it and going back to <laughs> you know this movie holding up i think it's just it's just gotten more and more of a cult following um especially in the lgbtq community and the drag Absolutely. community which i was like oh, oh, just because like everybody looks fabulous i guess is that what it is it's just like no it's like a it's an iconic queer movie i'd say interesting yeah. All right. I mean, Zemeckis in general. Yeah, it was the dead bodies for me. <laughs> it was the dead bodies. <laughs> Every treasure on earth to be young at heart. Some people will go to any length to stay young forever. Is that someone? It's Madeline Ashton. Oh, she was a big star in the 60s. I thought she was dead. Oh, madam. You look younger every day. Thank you, Rose. But Madeline Ashton and her old friend, Helen Sharp. I've lost men to her before. Mad Hill! Are about to go too far. A touch of magic. Drink that potion, and you'll never grow even one day older. Bottoms up. No warning. Now a warning? Ernest, I'm in the morgue. They think I'm dead. You are, but you're not. Are you telling me it doesn't hurt when I do <laughs> this? It doesn't hurt. She's dead! She's dead, Ernest. Now he's dead. He's dead, Ernest is dead. Everybody's dead. You pushed me down the stairs. I'm so sweaty. I don't think it's sweat, honey. I think you're defrosting. It's a lie. Universal Pictures presents Meryl Streep 
Bruce Willis. It's a miracle! And Gordy Hawn. Look at me. I'm soaking wet. Death becomes her. I just have to make a telephone call. So let's run down the synopsis real quick. Madeline is married to Ernest, who has who was once the arch rival Helen's fiance. After recovering from a mental breakdown, Helen vows to kill Madeline and steal Ernest back. Unfortunately for everyone, the introduction of a magic potion causes things to get a great deal more complicated than a mere murder plot. So as we do, we're going to be playing it in the background. And just because we talk shit about it doesn't mean we don't love it. Um, also, real quick, um, it has a... 55 rated on Rotten Tomatoes and 55 on Metacritic and 6.6 on IMDb, which I'm like, mm-hmm. early like 50% all around, which I'm like, that seems low. That seems super low. That we gave 50% really to fucking fear last. Yeah. And fear is, this is way better than fucking yeah, fear. I already know what I'm giving this movie. So it's like, <laughs> that's de- it's definitely not half. Yeah. I'm like, uh, that's, that's weird. Um, it had a budget of $55 million and it made a gross of one hundred and fifty. 49 uh, globally i think it only made like i think it only made like 60 domestic or something like that but yeah so essentially it was a huge success yeah, it was a commercial success yeah, yeah. but uh, uh and it set like box office records in like taiwan or something okay um and siskel and ebert gave it two thumbs down saying that it lacked substance but what the fuck do they know <laughs> lack substance yeah they were like my it's ass. a fucking comedy like, like- what else do you want? That's I mean, <laughs> all right. You know what? I will give like like Groundhog Day. Speaking of February, and okay, yeah, yeah. like maybe it's a comedy that has a little bit of substance, but this is like a murder, black comedy satire. Like I would never describe this film as lacking substance. I was like, I it, yeah. Do they just want like more heart? You know, they want. Do they want a little bit more redemption? What do they want? They want ah uh, maybe, but that wouldn't be fun. No, like, it it's black comedy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Things should only you're not, get worse. You're not sorry. You're not rooting for these women, really. <laughs> like they're both not great. <laughs> kind of. I was kind of. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, you are. You aren't. I mean, yeah. I, I, you. Okay, sorry. I me rephrase that. You are rooting for these women because the men, Bruce Willis wins in the end. I guess. <laughs> but these two are just so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, you're you're rooting for the fact that like they're just great to watch. Yes, and it's just like. They're just bitchy and they're just, they're, they are who they are. Like, they don't really, you know, they don't learn anything. Oh, no, that's sense. what I was going to say. Like, yeah, yeah. There is no, there is no, no character de- development. They're I love just it. shitty. I love it. Give me more of that. Give me more characters. Give me more of that. Because like, it's fucking entertaining. Yeah. So great. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just like, we're getting into this movie and we it starts off with Madeline Ashton, played by the lovely Meryl Streep is on Broadway and her star performance and she's fabulous. Like this is this like woman that you want to be. Oh yeah. She is a Broadway star and it's the, the play is called uh songbird and she's just doing her, you know, her Broadway act and it's 1978, which is something I, I don't even remember like the first 15 minutes of this movie and I've seen it a bunch. Um, but yeah, so I completely forgot about this part right here. Um, the whole, no, I didn't. the whole product performance. <laughs> uh, also, Fucking we love we it. start with a a map painting of 
of I guess New York, but it's just so iconic of like what matte paintings used to look like in the early nineties of what cityscapes were or big mm-hmm. cities were. Because it totally reminded me of like the Batman movie for some reason. Yeah, I'm like, why? Um so yeah, the early Batman movie, nineteen eighty nine in Burns. I was like, what's so that's so unusual. It's so weird. Um yeah, and uh, Madeline Ashley played by Meryl Streep, which is like I said, the fucking cast. These these are all goats. Yeah, of course. Um, doing her 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 one two dance. She's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. But I guess they were also saying that it was. But what, yes, for the point in this of the film is she's apparently not doing great. <laughs> I didn't know the difference. Yeah, like, like they're trying to show that like oh she's kind of fallen off the star train. Like she's not an A list or anything. Yeah. And I guess everybody hates it, but I guess like her and, you know, Bruce Willis, who is Dr. Ernest Menville. <laughs> but I thought it was like watching the first time. If I hadn't, if you hadn't seen like that first couple leave and be like over the, the performance, you wouldn't have grasped that that's it. Yeah. And then, but you then get- like, yeah, as the camera fades out of this performance, you see people in the audience standing up and, leaving it's so still like, oh. it still looks great but it like, also looks great i was like what's wrong with her performance what's wrong they made it they did a bad job i was like <laughs> she looks great like i don't know but and then it goes to Ernest and um Hel- helen right mm-hmm. helen played by um goldie hahn um i only know their nicknames which is mad in hell which Dude, is great so good <laughs> so good when they scream and they his names out mad. Hell. Hell. yeah yeah oh so good um but um, Ernest, played by Bruce Willis, like you said, is just absolutely infatuated with Madeline. Well, you know, Ernest is, he, he's a big old dork. He's a little dorky. Yeah, he's a big a old dorky dude. And he is a plastic surgeon yeah. at this time. A very well-renowned plastic surgeon. <laughs> I mean, looking at this part right here, I was, and then realizing it's the 70s. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little kitschy. It's kitschy. But, you know, it's the fucking 70s. I like the, dis- the one disco ball that comes down. <laughs> Tiny little disco ball. <laughs> but it's also like a Broadway musical. Like, isn't this supposed to be like over the fucking top? Yes, of course it is. <laughs> that's what they teach you. <laughs> go big or go home. That's where the, I think that's where the phrase comes from. I could be wrong. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's what I, I do have a small amount of musical theater training. Small. But I just remember like that was what they taught you like you you go big like you express yourself widely versus as acting for the camera is much different it's funny it's probably one of those like catchphrases but like you don't you don't realize where it where it came from Mm -hmm. all right not bad so madeline's in her the green room she's looking at her wrinkles she's already noticing that she's starting to age a little bit and i didn't realize this was the same maid from like her is her assistant yeah and then you that which you see in a few years later is it rose that um madeline just bosses around basically oh, 100 i love it like later when she's just like she has to tell her these things in the yeah. morning <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean i've been a personal assistant before you guys mm. oh man i've definitely yeah you deal with you deal with some very entitled people oh boy <laughs> yeah. oh boy and here we get our first madden hell huh? yeah so they're old friends mm-hmm. how do they know each other again from I think from growing up, they were like they were like childhood friends. Was that what? Yeah, because they talked about they talked about never being invited to their birthday parties or sleepovers. And yeah, then, yeah, and and stealing just, all our boyfriends. And it's um, Helen is a writer, mm-hmm. and she's always felt like less than compared to Madeline. 
always in Madeline's shadow. Well, you know, if you got that friend that's basically like, like I don't know, Broadway's pretty fucking big. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And then Ernest and Matt are, are Ernest and Helen, excuse me, are engaged. Mm. And this is like Helen being like, look at my fiance. I wanted to sh- like you to meet him. Mm. And this is where you clearly see that Madeline is like, uh-uh-uh. He's mine now. Well, not until she realizes he's a plastic surgeon. Right. Yeah. But still, though, like it's it's the competition between these women is really it has really nothing to do with Ernest himself as a person. It's the fact that he is a plastic surgeon and yeah. he can make them look younger. Yeah, and then he, 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 and even if he wasn't a plastic surgeon, he at least has money. money. Exactly. Yeah. I I just I keep loving. Like Meryl Streep, how she goes high and low. Yeah. Like, you know, she can act very dainty and then just like let her voice just drop when she gets fucking serious. Oh, oh, man. I just (laughs) the switch. Her switching constantly is so fucking funny every time. She kills it. It's so good. (laughs) So then we cut to the next day and and Bruce Willis, Ernest Menville. We'll just call him Menville or Ernest. No, just call it Ernest. Ernest is fine. Or Bruce Willis. Yeah. No, we just we go in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ernest is performing surgery and Madeline comes over with champagne and roses and stuff and starts courting him eventually. And, and then we cut to Helen being super fucking upset. I mean, and then this was the, the Madeline Ashton test. The, yeah, that's exactly what she was doing. She's like, I needed to test if Ernest was truly going to be the one for me. If, if, if like you could beat my friend Madeline and, but he failed. I mean, but also weird test. weird test. That's 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 <laughs> weird. Maybe you and Madeline shouldn't be friends. That's but you know the, what? <laughs> that's the other thing too. From the beginning, be like, I guess you'd call them more like frenemies. Frenemies. The, yeah. The frenemies were born in this movie. <laughs> but also, like, I, I've never seen my frenemy that much. Yeah. You know, where I'm like inviting them to my wedding or like hanging out with them on a regular basis or coming to see their fucking play. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. So then we. I but like how lo things, and behold, Ernest and Madeline get married. I like the time scale. I like that thing. Helen just, is off to the side. <laughs> you know what? This is a Mecca's kid. He's got it. He knows what he's doing. This is a Mecca's kid. I think he's going places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really knows how to direct time. He's, <laughs> he's think, so fucking good. Things just jump very quickly and the story progresses. So then, like, like Courtney said, Ernest and Madeline get married. And then we jump to seven years later and Helen has become a, a cat lady. She's a crazy cat lady. I could only, uh, you see. And we have Goldie Hawn in a fat suit trying to play at like, you know, she's not taking care of herself. Oh, no. Is that, was, that's the point of this. I love it. Opened up the cabinet. There's a cat inside the cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> and she just eats frosting all day. So is that very what that clearly is? unwell. Oh. Like she's just containers of frosting with amongst her cats. <laughs> and then she's replaying old Madeline Ashton movies. <laughs> like the woman is so unwell and so fixated on hating Madeline Ashton. <laughs> and then she's just replaying the one scene where Madeline gets murdered yes. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> and just vicariously living through that. And that's why it's so fucking funny. And like, cause at the same time she's getting evicted. <laughs> like the landlord is knocking on her door and is like, you, you're, you stop making your payments. Like you gotta get out. <laughs> no, it looks, yeah. Completely just stop taking care of herself. Yeah. All the way around. It almost looked like in that movie it was like um, Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine on the other side. Oh, like, in the Meryl Streep movie, yeah, the yeah. Madeline Ashton movie mm-hmm. that, that she's watching. She's replaying, like you said, over and over again. Uh, so, it's so weird. She's just licking her fingers. Oh, 
Yeah, just fingers right in the frosting. It's so gross. I can only imagine how much, like, what that apartment might have smelled like. But yeah. just all those fucking cats. All the cats. Cat pisses. Cat piss. Oh. Fuck around with cat piss. Once a, once a cat starts peeing, you got to move out. <laughs> and the cops come in and <laughs> take her away, take her out of the apartment. I like it. She's just, fi- she's just fixated Still, on just like replaying the. She's <laughs> like, I just keep, I need to see her diet. <laughs> and now she's in a loony bin. Yeah, yeah, Mitchell Psychiatric Ward. And then I like it how, like, there's a bunch of character actors here. Mm-hmm. To show that it's very One Flew Over. Not one, yeah, yeah, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's 100%. Nest. 100%. Exactly, that's exactly it. I thought I got the name wrong. Um, Which is a great little um, Easter egg, I guess. <laughs> and she does this thing with her hands where she's constantly just. That's twist, her tick. Yeah, twisting, twisting up uh, a napkin or. Was a cloth in her hand. But <laughs> the best part of this is the character actors you're saying, but when they're all in like this group therapy and they like get to Helen and they're like, all right, Helen, what would you like to talk about today? And immediately she's like, I want to talk about Madeline Ashton. And everyone's like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> 100%. They're like, yeah, group becomes like your, your family. Like, you need to get over this. You need to get like- the fuck over <laughs> Move on. Move on. Like the psychiatric unit is like, Jesus, come on now. Get like the- you've been here for a while. What can like what do we have to what kind of breakthrough can we have? And the psychiatrist is these accident not accidentally, but the psychiatrist you know loosely puts it, you need to eliminate her from her your mind. Yes. Um, Madeline Ashton. And then all Helen really hears is the word eliminate, and it just fucking she lights up like a fucking Christmas tree, and she's like, That's a fucking great idea. She's and like, they, I will eliminate her. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, not what I meant, but here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to another seven years later. In Beverly Hills. And this is what all was filmed in LA, by the way. Yeah. Whole movie. Yeah, like they gave us addresses for all these places. <laughs> you could go visit these houses I, uh, if you chose. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, don't people live here? Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've probably driven past these houses whenever we're over on Sunset. <laughs> so then we see here Rose again from, I guess, Earlier. 14 years ago. Yeah. And she's still Madeline's assistant, but now I guess she's Madeline's, I guess, live in. Maid? Live, live in maid and assistant, I guess, at yeah. this point. She, she has an actual, like, maid outfit now. Whereas when you first met her, she was just, you know, in her one of her dresses, I would assume. Mm-hmm. And they, this is really interesting because they do this a lot um, through the movie where they shoot through mirrors. And, of course, you can kind of get the whole metaphor of, you know, mm-hmm. reflection and stuff. Like you see what you see and what you want to see and, and whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah. And Madeline is just, like... <laughs> Madeline's like deep in what I would call like a I don't know your nighttime skin routine. Like she's, she's got her fucking routine down. She looks no. strung up. <laughs> she's like wrapped around her whole entire um chin. She's like probably to tuck that little double chin up. She's got her little eye like patches around the T zone area, and you know she knows what she's up. She knows what's up. Yeah, yeah, and then the hair is done. She's like, she doesn't look like she's moving. She had gloves on. I guess to moisturize her hands overnight. Get the amount, fun. the point is, like the amount of care she takes into how she looks. <laughs> and I like how Rose has to tell her every morning is like, "You look marvelous." Yeah, like, <laughs> and, but this is delusional. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, clearly, because well, yeah, she makes her assistant say, 
you look amazing or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. But you know what? You know, words matter. You know, if you're constantly. <laughs> of course they do. Yeah. If you're constantly telling her, you know, you might believe it, might feel it. There is a lot of truth to that. But then sometimes, sometimes they're just delusional. Oh, 100%. That and like, <laughs> but the also like the negative, like the opposite of that too, where if you're constantly bringing yourself down. Like, yes, exactly. Just, words do matter. Yeah, yeah. So then Madeline gets an invite from Helen for her book launch called Forever Young, and she's just cracking the fuck up. It's where you get those great fucking Meryl Streep laughs. Yes. Like, ha, ha, ha. It's like, oh, <laughs> don't you make a joke where she's like, wow, she actually got published. <laughs> <laughs> so catty. Also, we get a little bit more insight on the lovely Ernest, and he's a full-blown raging alcoholic. Oof. Um, yeah, this is the first time I like growing up. This is the first time I ever seen like an actual cinematic view of what like an alcoholic would. Yeah, like, like he he gets woken up by um, the assistant that made with a Bloody Mary every morning. Like that's how he co- comes to. And then he's no longer a plastic surgeon. He is um, a funeral director. Yeah, basically. mortician. Mortician. Yeah. yeah. So maybe not a funeral director, but yeah, he works on dead bodies now. So no longer living patients. Well, I guess his like his nerve his nerves aren't there. I mean, it's also been fourteen years, so maybe he's lost a little bit of that skill or like that. But partly due to being married to Madeline Ashton, they make that very clear. Yeah, <laughs> his nerves are fucking shot, and he's just an alcoholic, so he can't perform on the living. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and their marriage is toxic as ever could be. They don't like each other at oh. all. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> calls him. She calls him a ghoul. A ghoul. Oh, as it is, it's pretty. It's pretty spot on. <laughs> it is. He's very ghoul-like when you first meet him. Well, no, I think that's what, like they, like I think there is like a reference to, like ghouls, like consuming the 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 bodies of you know the dead and shit like that, and I'm just like or working on the dead. Yeah, yeah something like that. Maybe could be wrong. But yeah, but just these scenes, like it. But it's also the most fabulous mortuary, like morticians. No, all like, these, all these, ever been all these sets, all these caught like it's, it's just it's just done up just enough to be like slightly camp. Yeah, yeah. But it's not overdone, except exactly. for that. <laughs> except for this. I mean, the camp. You, I've said it once before, and I'm gonna say it again, you guys. And love camp like, oh, it's my favorite so Ernest goes to work and he's got a he's got um he's been called into work on a client who used to be this actor who died in the middle of being um on a honeymoon night with his yeah he died like he died mid-sex basically yeah, with his 19 year old uh fiance from Cuba they really put but that <laughs> but look at all these like mirrored shots like yeah she walked in and it was and she was shot in the mirror and then they open up that door and I guess that person's getting a blood transfusion, which yeah. is like a whole theory where like if you if like you get younger blood, like yeah. I think that's where they go at. The, the whole mirror thing, though, is for the sake of vanity. I oh, think, at bad. the point of this movie. That's like, at least that's what I took from it. The fact that he was like Zemeckis makes a very clear choice to make all of these mirror um, shots. Yeah. So, yeah, I think like but I think it's also that like rich people also get blood transfused. Oh, isn't there that guy, real life whore, that guy that spent like $15 million trying to stay younger and he's Probably. and he's harvesting his like kids, his kids blood. That's but wild. He looks he looks like he but he looks like a doll. Like he looks like he's Yeah, that's what it, it's it's not normal, you guys. It's he looks natural. creepy as fuck. I think he's a doctor. 
and he is like taking plasma from his that's disgusting kid. yeah he's spent- you know what you guys please just age gracefully there's so <laughs> much beauty in it i have no problem with it i understand i'm still young but it's like jesus like it's gonna happen you look wild yeah <laughs> so madeline is getting really upset with the assistant here basically just saying that why can't she get another i guess a blood transfusion right that's what i'm asking yes, she, she's going into her little um beauty place plastic surgery place that's what she wants her blood transfusion but now she's going to get presented with something different. Well, she had just gotten one. So it's like, yeah, you need, you it was need like to... a week later. She's <laughs> like, I need another. like, ma'am. And I like how the, the, the assistant is doing this accent. And all of a sudden that when her boss comes in, she drops the accent. All of a sudden has like a New York accent. She's just like, she's like, I'm really sorry. I'm really, really sorry, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really sorry. Yeah. I don't want to say if this is a doctor or the, bo- the... the manager. Like, the, Thank I don't you. Yeah. 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 So the manager does present her with with another option. Hearing that Madeline was saying that money is no option whatsoever. She's like, I will do anything. I will pay any amount of money to look younger, be younger. Mm -hmm. And then he asks her if she has heard of Lisa Von Ruman. And says, No, of course you haven't. Only, and he says, only a selective group of people know of her. And just basically the manager just hands Meryl Streep this business card. And she's like, do with it what you will. And he's he has a little a couple of weird ticks. And then you're just like, oh, he's just eccentric. Yeah, that, that you just think eccentric. Um, but yeah, like the blinking and like the eye twitch, I mean. Um that's so funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny, the uh, eye yeah, twitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see he leaves the room and his just eye keeps twitching and he's just real, real. But like Real you said, you don't think much of it right away. You're like, okay. Okay. So so we cut to Madeline and Ernest going to Helen's book launch. And I I don't know if this is actually Bruce Willis here because he doesn't move his face and he is stark white. I think it's him. He He's just has a lot of like mortician makeup on him. I guess like to look ghouly. Well, no, I think they're well, because they're I think they're supposed to look Older than they really are, right? Okay, I guess so. So, so there is a lot of like makeup to age them. So you, so that actually hasn't aged fairly well. Um, I guess the more the more you take a look at Bruce Willis throughout this movie, especially this cut right here, you can really see the like the the wrinkle makeup they added to him, especially when he's running around later at the party, things like that. But that one was awful. Like it looked like a whole prosthetic mask over somebody's face, and he didn't move his lips whatsoever. It looked a little, little rough. You want to see it again? No. You want to play okay. it back? I'll play it back. <laughs> no, you're like, I'm, I'll, I believe you. It's fine. <laughs> it's just something that hasn't, it's never bothered me, I well, guess. I, I think I just noticed it this time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I always just thought, I, I guess it's a good take when you're being like, yeah, they're supposed to be a little bit older, and that's a point of, like, and also he's an alcoholic, which would age you anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, But I also like it because he is a mortician. I'm like, it's kind of funny. Like <laughs> He can't do his own. <laughs> He kind of looks like a like a ghoul. So he's at the bar and he's having a drink, and this lady walks up to him, being like, "You're Doctor Ernest Menville. You you did great work on my aunt." And he's just like, "He's like, what are your secrets?" And he starts getting into, he starts being a little too honest, detailed about what he actually does to these dead bodies. Yeah. So apparently, he likes to use spray paint on these dead bodies, and and the. The 
the lady is completely fucking mortified. And, the, you know, that's a little bit more of his, I guess, coolish, you know, yeah, aspect yeah, starts coming yeah. out. And then he walks up to Madeline and then they, they want to see if they've seen. There's a really, I do like the scene where they think like there is a more full figured woman standing in front of Goldie Hawn and they mm-hmm. think that's her. They're like, And of course, Madeline's like, oh my God, there she is, that fat ass. And then it's <laughs> revealed that there she is looking just stunning in this gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. red dress. A little bit of a fucking red hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then of course, Madeline is pissed as ever could be because Goldie Hawn looks fucking great. And she's like, how is that even <laughs> looks- possible? She walks right up to her and then just turns around. Yeah. And again, mad hell, that's the best. <laughs> and there's just mean mugs, the mean fuck out of Bruce. Mean mugs, fucking earnest. Like, yeah, look what I got. So it's been twelve years. They confirm it's been twelve years total since they've last seen each other. That doesn't do that. That math doesn't math nope, up because it would have been fourteen according yeah. to what they showed <laughs> us. But then they said twelve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they're they're like I said, like frenemies do. They start digging at each other, just doing these sly fucking comments. It's so, I like it. It's toxic it's as fuck. It's, they, it's so they, petty. It's she's like, she's like, I, I invited you, but I don't know if you would come. But, you know, but my PR person says that Madeline Ashton comes to the opening of an envelope. So you know, I fired them. Well, I almost fired them. <laughs> I was just this like, is why um, you're talking about like this movie being like an iconic queer movie. This is why drag queens fucking love this movie. Oh, because the fucking banter, right like the yeah, yeah, yeah. the cattiness. Yeah, <laughs> it's just good fucking time. <laughs> it's good. They 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 do great. Yeah, like I've seen many many episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race, and this movie comes up a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, I think they they had a whole episode on it. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, that yeah. I um I think Jinx Monsoon. I remember her specifically because she was, I want to say she was either Goldie. I can't remember what, oh God, who was the other queen? Oh my God, I'm going to get called out. Better not. Because um, <laughs> I can't remember right now. I'm going to look it up. You, I'm going to look this up real quick. The um, So they're going through the book and they're trying to wonder what her, okay, because so, guess this is a fitness book or a lifestyle book. Um, and then they're saying everybody, everybody is kind of just amazed at how uh, good Goldie Hawn Helen looks. And they're they're wondering what her age is. They say she's fifty in the movie, but she's actually forty seven when this was filmed. Goldie Hawn's been in it for a really long time. <laughs> okay, it is Jinx Monsoon and Ivy um, Winters. The, it's like really iconic drag photo. Yes, and Ivy I, Winters. I think the the one of the episodes was called Drag Becomes Her. It might have been. Yeah. Yeah. So then. <laughs> So then Helen pulls Ernest to the side and then she just Helen is just kind of opening up to Ernest being like, I don't blame you for whatever happened. It was it was all it was all Madeline's fucking doing. And Goldie Hawn is just plays it because, you. I mean, as we've learned before, she needs to eliminate <laughs> Madeline Ashton. So she's putting on the waterworks and she's convincing um, Ernest that she still cares for him, basically. Yeah. The storm? The it's light. raining. It's raining a little heavier. The lightning? You hear thunder? I did see a little lightning. Oh yeah. Atmospheric California storm 2024, <laughs> the guys. Atmospheric <laughs> river. It's happening f- right now. I'm sorry. What the fuck's an atmospheric river? It's a river in the air. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. 
You don't know. <laughs> don't ask me. I truly don't know. But you said it was so confident. <laughs> it right. It's a river in the air. Okay? If, you, if you speak with enough confidence, <laughs> no, I didn't steal your $800. <laughs> yeah. Was it me? Yeah, yeah, I don't care if my fingerprints are on that box. I didn't do it. Oh my god! I would. It's insane. It's an insane story. Did the cops not pull your the roommate to the side? And be like, hey, I. You know what? I was so focused on getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Dating someone else. So yeah, <laughs> you can hear Ming in the background. Yeah. So Ming Madeline Grin- goes to see her sexy little young lover. And for some reason, I thought he was the pool boy in the back of the house. <laughs> like, <it's- laughs> yeah, you know, it kind of could have been. Yeah. Um, but he's a little distracted because he has someone else already at his house and she just happens to be like a really hot like 22 year old or something which just infuriates madeline yeah i love the like i said i love when when madeline goes real low she's like oh my god there's somebody here yeah and like she starts to church like she's a fucking christ like she's so (laughs) mad (laughs) like really just unhinged like she truly is He's uh he's like he's like yeah I have somebody over but it's completely innocent and they're just like right there a mirror shot yeah another mirror shot of yeah. a nice little butt and so she's mad but then she's she's like I gotta get out of here because quickly you can see right there that like the sadness in it oh like, yeah well Ugh. I guess we missed this part where this this guy her her gentleman dude is obviously half her age mm-hmm. right so then he starts pointing it out being like well how do you think this makes me feel every time we go out you know. It just makes me feel like trash, or what is it? It hurts oh my, my fucking God. feelings. And sorry, the, that moment where he's like, he says, "Why don't you go out with someone your own age?" And then it just starts raining on her. It's so great. I'm so, it's so amazingly campy. It's just like, "Fuck you! You're sad now." Oh yeah, <laughs> like, and then they do all these shots where they just like they have really really good blocking where they just walk into these shots where they're only their face is illuminated. Yes, and it's just so dramatic. Ah. Oh. It's Zemeckis, you're, you're brilliant. <laughs> you're, you're not bad. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going, kid. <laughs> so she's driving in the rain. She's a fucking wreck. Um, and then she stops in the middle of the fucking street and just starts looking for that, that car. The business card that she had. Oh, no, no. She just one needs to wipe her face. And then she comes oh, across the business right. card. Yeah, yeah. She I, just dumps out her purse full of all of her beauty products. And then she's like, oh, yeah. This little business card. Because she's having a low, low moment mm-hmm. where she's like, I got to <laughs> gotta do something. This is such a great scene when you cut to Goldie Hawn um, <laughs> moisturizing her eyeballs <laughs> to try to get herself to look like she's crying. <laughs> or putting air in her eyes. So fucking cool. <laughs> Practicing it from the mirror. As actors do. <laughs> oh no, Madeline! And then she's like, "Gotta go." And then you, you do notice all these <laughs> fucked up. And then things. it zooms out, and you notice how clearly still unwell she oh, is. Yeah. And she's Charlie Kellen, Charlie Kellen, Charlie Kelly. Speaking of, oh. it's always funny. Um, plotting out some serious <laughs> things. Yeah, real fucking serial killer esque. Just I love like me, I'm Charlie Kelly. <laughs> Just like, oh, I'm on to something. The Pepe. <laughs> yes, Pepe. Whatever. I forgot his name. Like, there is no Pepe. There is no Pepe. <laughs> it's like, there is, and they haven't gotten their mail. It's so stupid. <laughs> Damn, but they're how? Oh, this is this is Lisa Von Ro- Room's house. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. and it all looks just like House on Haunted Hill. It looks like a fucking castle. Yeah. It's like, I'm not sure if that place actually exists. I didn't. I don't um, know if they listed that one. Right. I don't know that, where that, that looked, one exists. That looked like a painting. Yeah. 
I love her house. <laughs> I love her house. Well, everything about it. <laughs> everything about hilarious. her house. So the guy that answers it is just, how would you describe him, Edgar? Oh, they look like they look like wrestlers. They look like wrestlers. <laughs> I was going to say they look like fucking wrestlers. Yeah. But like these sexy, I guess. I these mean, like fucking random leotards. Leotards, <laughs> long hair. Because the fit. Nails. Circus. Circus. Yes. Yeah. Kind of guys. And she has many of them. Oh, yeah. She's got a whole. Oh, oh. You know what their names are? Dick, Tom and Harry. Is that what they are? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good little. And then she's oh, just in the middle of the living room, oh, the middle of the um, entryway. And then I love it how these two Dobermans, Dobermans. Ha- um, are taking the elevator down. <laughs> the dogs. Yeah. And this this house, man, it's so cool. Um, But so I don't know which one this is. Let's just call him Tom. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. He walks Madeline over to where Isabella Rossellini is. And by the way, the dogs guard the potion. But that's their only purpose is to stand next to it. There's so many. Qu- I love how we, that's never explained where it's she never. gets this potion, any of this stuff. It's so great. That's what I mean. It's just like, just come in here and sit down. I'm, and so Madeline sits down to, like, we'll call him Dick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I, yeah, like the pants are weird because like they're vel- they're fell or they're, they are. They all have the same outfit, but each out is slightly different. Slightly different. Yeah. yeah. Same but different. Same but different. So one guy has full pants on, like one guy has shorts on, and then one guy has more of a like shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Isabella's Rossellini's outfit though is fucking mad cool. Oh my my father definitely covered my eyes every oh. time she was on screen. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you don't see anything other than some side boob, but it's so oh glamorous. no, yeah, but like you don't. He didn't know at the time what was gonna happen, so oh, it's just he like was just like I don't want you to see a nipple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but fucking. So cool, like this huge Stellar. giant necklace she has on that covers um her boobs, and she just has this beautiful um like felt or velvet um uh throw. I don't really know. She's like wrapped around her waist. She just looks so fabulous. Shiraw. I don't know what they call it. Yeah. Shiraw, whatever they call it. She is fabulous. I love her. And basically, all she's doing is just fucking telling her about like internal beauty and forever being young and youth well she's telling her what she feels she's like she feels scared and she feels like she's aging and nobody understands her or whatnot and that but she has the answer to all our problems and so then we jump over to Ernest, um and helen is knocking on the door looking for madeline i can't remember what helen's original plan was going to be it was um like i don't know if she went in there she did have yeah she did have a different like, idea of what was going to go down yeah as far as killing madeline but i think she's just she's just kind of going with the flow yeah she yeah she just goes with the flow um and she's just working earnest oh yeah she's she's, flir- she's flirting with him he's totally totally just fucking saying everything he just wants to hear <laughs> you know what she doesn't look 47 at the end of this movie is that how old, how old they're supposed to be? She is actually she, 47. Oh, Goldie Hawn is? Yeah. Sorry, I was just looking something up. No, don't I was worry. That's we're going here. She does not. I mean, all these people have aged very gracefully. And I know Bruce Willis has now since retired um, with his diagnosis. Is it? Um, yeah, yeah. Are you? Uh, is it Alzheimer's or? Um, I think it might be a dementia? type of it. Yeah, dementia. Okay. 
Um, well, yeah, that's a that's a sad. Uh, that is really sad. So we can remember what a great actor he is, and he still is, but he just he no longer acts. But he was it. he did a lot of fun movies. He like sure this. did. Like uh, you ever uh, Hudson Hawk? Have you ever seen that one? No. Oh, he's a bank robber, and it's 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 more campy than this. Oh, so that's What's great. the one that he did kind of kind of recently with uh, Eli Roth? Death Wish. Yes. We talked about that. We haven't done that one, but we've talked about Death Wish. Yeah. So we're back to Isabella Rossellini. Isabella Rossellini. I was what I was doing right there was looking her up real quick because I was trying to remember what movies her dad did. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, um. You know her dad, right? I can't. Rem- I know she's she's famous for something, but I can't. Well, her her parents are Roberto Rossellini, um, who's a director, and then her mom is Ingrid. Um, God, Ingrid Bergman. Bergman. Oh shit! Yeah, so like two just iconic people. But the reason why I got a little distracted is because um, Roberto Rossellini made a movie called Fear in 1954 with Ingrid Bergman, and I was like, oh, that's weird. But nothing to do with Marky Mark. Obviously, completely different fucking movie. You know, what I was going to talk about in 1990. Five one year before Wes Craven directed a movie called Fear, <laughs> and I was like, I kept coming across that one, and I'm like, wrong fucking movie. Yeah, I was like, no, the Marky Mark one. Anyway, different episode. That one's already out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So then, so then Isabella Rosalie brings over the potion, and then coolest she, potion in the world. I wanted that so bad. Hundred percent, like. Like the is, model, everything it sells it. And yeah, what is the potion? She, is. she, it's a box within a box, right? She, oh, she takes a, a knife out to open up to open up the box where you have a smaller box and it looks like Egyptian. So you can sort of, sort of gather maybe this might be that old. And then inside the box we have a Fabergé egg, probably, mm-hmm. and then she, she unribbons it um, or unravels it, and then it opens up from the top, and then we get a fucking spark of purple mist and then she pulls out the bottle so it's like uh, it's 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 the yeah very theatrical and, and she, Isabel's and he tells her she goes you drink the potion and you stay young forever but you have to remember to like take care of yourself basically um and Meryl Streep just goes how much of it <laughs> I like how, I like how she that? just she's amazed for it and then she just <laughs> cuts to the chase she's just like she drops it like I said yeah. how how much is it and then, you know, because she's just staring at it like a little kid in a piece of candy. And you see her <laughs> scratching at her legs because, like, she's so like, anxious. Isabel just writes something down. Like, she does not say it. She just right. writes down a number, shows it to Madeline, and Madeline goes, never mind. <laughs> so that means that it must be a lot of money. Because remember before, she said, I would spend any amount of money to look younger. Yeah. They, she also says that it's different for everybody. Yes. Um, and I can only imagine it's probably something. It's probably going to be like something like ninety percent of what you own or something like that, because people are willing to give fucking everything for this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they shot this this scene differently than everything else. Beat the, but every shot with Isabella Rossellini, like here in the, in this introduction of the potion, like is fucking phenomenal. The compositions are fucking I think spectacular. It's to, I, I don't. Again, this was my understanding of it. Is that she is just incredibly flawless. Oh. Like, because she's the master of this potion. Yeah. She's the one that gives it out. Like, she just, 
And then she, she gives Meryl Streep a very little glimpse of what it does, <laughs> like by cutting her finger and putting a little amount of the potion. And you see the hand difference where it just turns completely younger. And then Meryl Streep, without question. Not the best fucking liver spot makeup or whatever the fuck. You yeah, know, like probably was- not. Um, but Meryl Streep just like, all right, here's your check. Like I'm taking this. <laughs> I like they cut to the chase when it talks about money. They cut yeah. to just like just like want to check. Like, and then yeah, sure. Isabel goes, but I need to let you know that at some point you do have to disappear from the public eye because people will start to get suspicious. Well, she's like she she's like well now a warning, and she's like oh now you want to fucking tell me a yeah, warning like now. <laughs> yeah, she tells her that you have to take care of yourself. You're you're gonna be with yourself for a very long time. For a time. very long time. And I like how. <laughs> Spoiler, like 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> like like le- less than, I feel like. Yeah, and yeah. then she's already like fucking up her body. <laughs> yeah. She tells her that she can live the most extravagant life, you know, do as her best work for the next 10 years. And then she has to di- disappear from the fucking public eye. Yeah. You know, she could fake her own death. She can just, you know, disappear. She can do whatever she wants, but she, you know, basically has to become a recluse yeah so here's begs the question would you take the potion egger 100 mm, percent. fuck that let's you go would? <laughs> you would just be like you know what let's go for it let's go for it you know this little thing called life yeah yeah you um, know what? i'm uh yeah. i'm probably not gonna do it i'm so much of this compound interest i want to see you know i'm saving up all my dimes and pennies you know <laughs> i really want to see this um, unless out. i'm going to be an agent of chaos for the rest of my life <laughs> and just be like you know what i'm gonna take this potion and i'm gonna fuck thing, everything up i'm gonna <laughs> like, you know just see like how far i can fucking take this awful this just scene coming up another mirror scene one of my favorites of all times um is she starts to appear like like her like meryl streep as she's in this movie because again like we talked about how they've aged them with makeup and she gave the greatest line. I love it so much. And she says, it's right here. <laughs> and she's like, I'm a girl. <laughs> love it. Oh. It's so cartoony. Like, like, is it the camera? Her like, boobies get pushed up. Her butt gets sucked in. The waist gets sucked in. Like, the hair is shinier. And she goes, oh, I'm a girl. Oh, it's my favorite. I say that myself all the time. And this Fabio <laughs> looking motherfucker is just like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> So then we cut over to Ernest and Helen, and they're just making out hardcore on the couch. And Helen is just working him, like you said, just kind of she's she's about to basically just tell him what the fucking plan is. She's just she's let him know that he's basically become a fucking waste. Yeah, she's she's you you're fucking pathetic. Yeah, and basically it's all Madeline's fault. Exactly. She's like you used to be this amazing doctor. And now that you've married Madeline, like she's boasting around with all her lovers, like you're a fool. She like, you know. And it doesn't take much. Like, no. It's it's just just a little bit of fucking because at first he <laughs> she's about to tell him the plan. And, she, and they go into great detail about everything they're about to do. And the first thing he says is just like, well, I can't murder. Her. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like he's like, you sound fucking crazy. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no we're not going to murder. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You shouldn't. Yeah. Well, the yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, let's let's put that out there real quick. Yeah. yeah like how she goes a divorce in California. You're crazy. Uh-uh. <laughs> She'll take all of your money. It's just like you have no talent for poverty. There's some really good lines in this. I know. They're so great. <laughs> 
Some people can bounce back, but it basically saying that like, he wouldn't be able to bounce. As an alcoholic, probably, yeah, he probably wouldn't be able to. No, like, he probably wouldn't be. I mean, I could see he could still work, right? He could still work, but um, who knows? Los Angeles is a tough town. Yeah, maybe if she ruins his reputation. Yeah, which she probably would. Yeah. I love, like I said, I love this dramatic, re- like. Yeah, so now we're getting, like, a mock-up of what they <laughs> wanted. Like, how the murder was supposed to, like, play kind out. Of unfold yeah, yeah. and play out. Which was basic. Um, oh, that's right. They're poisoning her. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. So what, they're, so what they were going to do is that they were going to um, poison every glass in the bar. In their china yeah. cabinet. Or at, least, or at least one of every type. And then yeah. they were going to set up a, a dinner where Helen comes over and convinces Madeline to have dinner with her. And basically during the dinner. Like she was going to take a sip of wine and poof, bomb. Yeah, dead. pass out. Yeah. No, because that, that's not, that's just, they're just knocking her out. Originally. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the nar, the nar, narconol? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Narconol in the glass. And I like how in the plan they're like, well, we'll finish dinner. You of know. course we'll finish dinner. And I also like how the this like you said just the way in the table, like Valen's on one end and the other two are having this romantic dinner on the other. And then they're all for they're all dressed in white, like the <laughs> so the cool. costumes for this fucking plan. And then they go right up the Hollywood Hills and completely mm. fill her car up with the cheapest bottles of vodka you can Dude, find. there's like twenty bottles. There's- Easily twenty bottles of vodka they dumped at this car to like like we get it she was drinking and driving <laughs> you need maybe like two, <laughs> two to I, one. I don't know, accurately stage of death <laughs> but they have like I said it's a comic amount of a fucking comic out. amount of vodka bottles and, and then they push your car off the Hollywood Hills and it's funny because it blows up in this fantasy it blows up before it even touches exactly. the fucking ground because of all the vodka. <laughs> And then they they cut to the crematorium and be like, well, there won't even be an investigation. They'll look at her alcohol levels and they'll just say she deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a great scene of the charred bodies holding oh, the bottle of vodka is great, too. <laughs> and I guess if it was plastic, yeah, it'd be like, it would have yeah. melted. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. It would have melted. But I didn't even think about that. So I guess that. it wasn't too cheap. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, super cheap. If it's plastic if bottles. It's in the plastic big bottles. Yeah. You, know, you, never, you never had a skull handle. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Uh, Kharkov? Kharkov? Oh, is that what you guys had? Yeah. I think it was called Kharkov or Phillips. Yeah, we had ours was called Skull. Yeah. yeah. Skull. That's kind of badass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with, a, with an O. <laughs> <laughs> skull. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then, yeah. So they go through the plan, and he's just like, "Whoa, I can't kill her. What are you talking about?" He he flips the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But she's killing you. Yeah. So that's all it takes. That little that's push it. where he's just like, "Well, she's killing you." So like, but then oh. he then he starts to go in on it. He's like, "So it would be self defense." Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, of course. <laughs> not really. Like whatever. It's not at all self defense. What your plan? Oh, Oh, hundred percent. Whatever <laughs> rationale you need in your fucking head to. Yeah, that that's a delusion. Like she's just trying to be like." convincing him that he's doing the right thing to another mirror shot like they become so many they become so flawless in this movie that you just you don't notice notice it Uh, and the fact that you mentioned it and i went oh yeah you're right i hadn't even thought about it (laughs) no it i think that like i think cinematography and like i think a stage direction and art direction is really really well done when it's so subtle that you have no idea yeah it just works it works it's so good so very quickly, we do see Goldie Hawn leave real quick. And then um, Madeline's coming home looking like her hot young new self. And she just prances in the house. Doesn't even like, does she even say hi to Ernest? No, no. She's like, fuck that. I'm young and fabulous. She doesn't care no more. <laughs> She's going to go find herself a new husband real quick. Oh, yeah. 100%. 
several husbands. Yeah. She'd do whatever the fuck she wants. Mm-hmm. I guess the whole thing would be to be like rich and young, like to have all the time in the world. Like, yeah. I guess so. But I mean, this house is fucking extravagant. Who knows? The property taxes? Can you oh. imagine? Well, this is a soundstage. This is well, I, yeah, they built this one. Yeah, <laughs> this, I know they this did. One's built, <laughs> but it, because you know it's like big, but like not not too big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could because everything is within like you know. Here's one more pen. mirror shots once again. But this is I love the like her just checking herself out, like living in that body. Yeah, she's got a new fucking toy. She's gonna live it the fuck up. And then like before that, as as she walked in, Ernest was just kind of kind of mulling everything over and you just get a shot of him just walking around and the storm sort of building up on the yeah, inside. Like he's mad. So he's, he's like thinking he's, about this murder. He's getting over it. Yeah, he's yeah, over it and he's he's, he's, it. he's getting his nerve. As he gets drunker, he's just gathering his nerves. Yeah. And I like him out. It's like, just go have another drink and go to bed. Like, <laughs> just, it's like, get away from me. And he notices, he notices that she looks slightly different. Yeah, your hair, it's different. And then he calls her cheap. And that, and this is like where this fight I don't know if like this is the Mecca's thing where like Marty McFly and the word chicken, like like people get set off by certain words or triggered. Yeah, you're right. But it's so it's so great. It, uh, <laughs> they're just low blowing each other left and right. Oh, 100 percent. Like just again, they're fucking over it. They're gonna call. It. They're gonna call each other out. They're saying the worst shit to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, uh, you probably can't hear Ming. She's nestled under the covers. But this is he's Ernest is about to snap. She delivers some, but it's blow good. Blows, <laughs> but it's, but funny. it's so good <laughs> because she calls him flaccid several times, yeah. and then she's like, a she's like kooky, boozy, like low life. Uh huh. And, and then that's she, when he snaps and he starts strangling her. She, well, it gets good because she's like, she's like, you're a fucking undertaker. He's like, maybe I, I should go see one of your clients because at least I get something stiff. Yeah. And he, that's what makes that's him fucking snap. Yeah, yeah. So clearly, I mean, they haven't had sex for years. Oh, hundred um, percent. But I like what you said before, where it's like, you know, take care of your body. And I think, what is this? A couple hours off from her drinking the potion? Yeah, a couple hours. And she gets fucking thrown down the goddamn stairs. Well, not thrown. Well, Ernest does let go of her. But then she does this very campy, funny, like, bouncing on the stair It's impossible. (laughs) This fucking. (laughs) And he's like, but then she calls him a wimp. She goes, help me, a wimp. And then he's like, nope. It just pokes her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just it's gnarly little... the way she falls down the stairs. Oh, 100%. She falls down a hundred flights of fucking just stairs. Just rolling down marble stairs, everyone. Oh. Marble stairs. Well, the first one was a doozy and it breaks her neck immediately. Yeah. And, and then... <laughs> proceeds to break every other bone in her fucking body. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? Whiskey dick is a thing. I know. <laughs> Whiskey dick. And if that's all he's it's drinking, all he's drinking is, never yeah, getting so fucking exactly. hard. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean when it's a low blow. Hey. hey. <laughs> so then he's casu- he's slowly walking up to the body and be like, Madeline, you all right? Are you all right? Yeah. No. <laughs> you just watch this. Like her arm is on the other. Like it's I so gnarly. I don't even think that fall was even possible because like if it's she falls backwards and the first thing she does is land on her neck. I'm like, you would have to like somersault to yeah. do that. But whatever. It's well, whatever. A, I guess it's a movie. I, it's a, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I guess we got to suspend his belief. <laughs> so he's checking for a pulse. And there and is her, no pulse. Her arm is wrapped around her neck. Yeah, like, like, and then. Ernest does make his first mistake. I don't know. Many mistakes. But um, he calls 
uh, Helen right away. Well, I mean, if you're going to commit a murder, don't That's call true. your friend. I mean, they were plotting. Yeah, yeah. But this is a t- this is a time when things were very traceable. Oh yeah, but also like you I, you kind of forget sometimes that like he is constantly drunk. Yes. Like, and that's oh, why yeah. he is Good acting point. the way he is. Yeah. Like his run, his the way his mannerisms, like he is constantly, constantly yeah. fucking over the fucking top drunk. And which means he's not making good decisions to yeah, begin with. Hundred percent. Because guess what? Everyone drinking clouds your judgment. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> <laughs> so, so then he, he's so talking on the phone with Helen. Yeah. You get to see little bits of um, Madeline waking up. And getting up and like reforming her body. Oh, that was the, I love it. <laughs> Very serial killer. Like it's it happens so, in every serial killer movie or every slasher movie. The killer gets up. It's so good. You can see that her neck is so fucked up and broken. Oh. <laughs> and I think this is the part of the or like the parts, I believe, where Meryl Streep says that she wasn't a big fan of filming like things like this. Oh, well. Yeah, anything yeah. that had to do with the green screen or anything yeah, yeah, that had to do with special yeah. effects, she she was kind of fucking over. Yeah, um, because the way she, she's walking, her he- head is completely twisted around, so it's like she's coming at you butt first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the <laughs> and then he's still plotting with Helen, basically like they can't determine the time of death, so we have a couple of hours, you know. And then he, he's she, Helen, sorry, Madeline sneaks up behind Ernest, and he. Flips the fuck out because she's supposed to be dead. Well, she. <laughs> I I do everything that happens here. Like this is the fucking best. So good. Ernest is flipping the fuck out, and he's just like, um, something wrong. And then Madeline just basically like, I gotta call the fucking cops because you're in trouble now, Mister. Yeah, he was like, you pushed me <laughs> down the stairs. Like, how dare you, your wife pusher. And then she can't quite figure out what's wrong with her. Oh, she's yeah. like, God, I can't like walk right. <laughs> like it's so bonkers. You like <laughs> she's like, I'm trying to call the cops. And then she looks down and she's like, Oh wait, my butt. <laughs> yeah. So she's like astounded that she can see her ass. And then he's like, You're something slightly wrong with your neck because he's because she's completely fucking turned around. I like how she tries to sit down. Like those little things like that. But she's backwards. Yeah. So it's so she- funny. <laughs> Because it's very human. It's just like, oh, like. <laughs> and Ernest is still a doctor. So he's basically being like, well, you have a dislocated neck. Like, I've heard of it happening. But, you know, like. But basically you, saying that you don't live. Yeah, like, you shouldn't he's like, be. He's like, you shouldn't be alive. I don't understand what's happening. He's here. like, I, and I can't touch it because I'm not support. Like, yeah, I don't wouldn't know where the fuck to begin. And then she Meryl Streep quickly, like, turns it back around. because She figures it out. She's like, oh, OK, like my neck was. And then she has this huge, like, like not huge. Guess, protrusion. Like, protrusion. No, that is a is, fucking. Like, of her neck bone coming out. And it's just gross. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he takes her to the hospital to, he's like, fuck, we got to go get you checked out. Because this is wild. 100%. And then they're, they're, they're seeing the doctor. And then they're like, well, what happened? He's like, well, I fell down the stairs looking at him. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you fell down the stairs? Like, whoopsie. And, you know, she's pissed. She's like, yeah, I guess. Like, and then the doctor starts doing his examinations. And it's just like, wait a second. Like, like doing the classic, like, does this hurt? How about this on her hand? And she's like, I don't feel anything. And completely bends her hand all the way back. On, like, how would you describe that? Oh, no. He's, like, yeah. He's doing the wrist but like 
he eventually just goes like, ugh, it, that part really kind of grossed me out. And she's like, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. <laughs> I love it. He's like, I tell you, I'm not feeling anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then he looks at her neck and he flips the flips fuck the out. Flips the fuck out. So gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, right. Gotcha. See it. Uh, okay. And I also like the little the effect here that we're doing again with the makeup and the heavy, again, ghoulish makeup. Like, that they're giving Meryl Streep now. Oh, yeah. she looked, she's dead. Yeah. She starts getting <laughs> real, real pale. Yeah. And the doctor checks for heartbeat. And this is where he's the doctor's also straight up like, what the fuck? He's is going great. On? He's great. He's, he's, so playing, he's playing it straight. And he's just he's like, <laughs> OK, my uh, Sethico Sethico. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Death a scope <laughs> isn't working. So he's like, let me grab another one. This is crazy. This is like, this doesn't happen. And then also like, she's got no temperature. Like, or. <laughs> he's like, that covers it. He's like, he's, and he just, I like it. He just fucking breaks down all he of a sudden. He breaks down and he's like, goes over to Ernest, who's drinking, obviously out of his flask. And he's like, can I have some of that? Like, this is a moment. He's like, I don't know what to tell you, but you're unalive. Like, you're not alive. He's like, he's like, well, you're. Your wrist is broken in three places. Uh, you have two shattered vertebrae, you know, in your fucking neck, which you can't be certain of. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, you're boasting in your skin, which is not good. And then your body temperature is below 80, which and you have uh, no heartbeat. <laughs> so in like he's like, what I basically saying is that you're dead. <laughs> but then he still can't he's like um i'm gonna need a second opinion because he's he, like you said he's like i've never seen this before in my fucking life <laughs> <laughs> and also madeline still hasn't quite worked out that well she's in this exact moment yeah that it was the potion like everything that isabella fucking told her like it's coming to fruition like, yeah it, it clicks when he says like you're you're in violation of every law every law ever every yeah. scientific law that is known to man like <laughs> and then she's like oh and it kind of just clicks, and then she passes out which <laughs> oof i'm sorry i didn't realize this the first time around when he goes into the uh waiting room the er waiting room did you see the guy with the eye missing yeah i didn't notice the that guy with the gnarly knees i was like what the fuck it's a really good like um makeup I don't even know for that. Yeah, it was always that was banana. I never noticed that before. The the guy with the yeah. eye missing. Yeah, and then he's running around looking for a doctor, and, and really, then he sees the doctor that was just helping them, <laughs> and he's being um. They're trying to revive him because he's like the doctor himself was like ah yeah he had a heart attack yeah, he yeah. had a fucking heart attack over yeah. what he just saw and then he comes back to the waiter or he comes back to uh Meryl room Sp- where Madeline was. Mm-hmm. And then they've already taken her body because she passed out. So it's actually really, really funny because anytime you go, you'd go to sleep, anytime they would just think they you're just dead. They just think body. you're dead because yeah. technically you are. <laughs> <laughs> and the like, the nurse is like, "I'm so sorry. You, 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 you like, you need to grieve now." And they're like, "He's like, no, where the fuck is she? Like, like she's not dead." <laughs> they've taken her to the morgue. It's like the morgue. She's gonna be so angry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <It's> so good. <laughs> it's so good. <sighs> and so he runs down to the morgue <laughs> to find Madeline. And they've done this thing in like several movies where he comes across uh, three nuns and just like, that are floating. Nuns just float in movies. Yeah, nuns it's like, like to thing. float. It's it's a really cool effect. Yeah, yeah. Are they on roller skates? Yeah, it's something. They're on something. Yeah. I, I know there is like there is that a, effect is really cool and so simple. There is I know there is a type of dance or like a type of like walk. Yeah, that you can do to make it seem like that and yeah. just like they're they're um gowns are long enough you don't see their shoes but it's just it's so floaty yeah now you would just use one of those fucking 
skate things, whatever the fuck those. Uh, oh, hoverboards. Yeah, things. thank you. Yeah, it's, like it's even this round. morgue is like over the top. Amazing. Yeah, it's like all fucking marble. Like it's Beverly Hills, baby. <laughs> We're in Los Angeles, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood. Hollywood. He finds Madeline, and she's in her body bag in the morgue, and she's like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" <laughs> like. <laughs> I like how she plays it up. Like she plays the victim. Yeah. She's like, kept yelling and yelling and no one heard me. Yeah, because you're supposed to be dead. Yeah, she looks fucking almost. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But here comes a really good idea. The fact that Ernest is is a mortician. And remember his cool little spray paint thing mm-hmm. that we learned about earlier? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was, I was trying to write like funny things for this, but it is hard to top what this it movie really already is. is like, I also, because you know how we are. But you know, we like to make fun so of shit, but like, we're just like, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, they already read it real well. So, you know, <laughs> like, they don't need my help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't need me to punch up this movie that's came out a year after it was born. Yeah. We might be the last comedy we do. <laughs> like, <sighs> and I like, so. <laughs> Ernest is still fucking amazed. He's like, you're a fucking miracle. And he rushes her back home. <laughs> and then Goldie Hawn is just there waiting in her fucking like, I don't know, as covert espionage fucking outfit. The- it's <laughs> spy woman. Yeah. yeah like- right. <laughs> like she's ready to do some fucking uh, some real dirty work. <laughs> yeah. Leather gloves, leather jacket. <laughs> And I get it looks like it also lo- the premise like Goldie Hawn does not know that Madeline took the potion yet. No. So she's like, oh, my God, Ernest is carrying Madeline's dead body back into the house. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like how they, <laughs> I love those little things where they use a stunt double for just a second. <laughs> just a second. She and then flipped over that gate. And then they like they 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 like step up. up. Yeah, they appear. Like, Actually, no, it was me the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this looks really good right here. So Ernest. Oh, yes. So Goldie Hawn sneaking around the yard. She she ducks. But I think if you look closely, you can tell it's green screen. Oh. Because it looks like that's way too close. That is very close. Like they would have that would have been a stunt. I wouldn't I don't think you could have done that. Yeah, I don't yeah, think you could have yeah. done that safely. Safely, yeah, yeah, that's the correct word because it was so it ba- was a really cool scene, though. Yeah, so what it was is that Ernest was ripping out of the the driveway backwards, and Goldie Hawn was ducked underneath the floor or ducked on the on the on the driveway floor, and he just stops just short of her fucking head. Um, and then you you see Goldie Hawn kind of pull away from the tire, and I don't, I no way, I don't, no way you could have done that. Yeah, it looks like it's overlaid on top if you look real, real close. Yeah. But yeah, so Goldie Hawn's, uh, Helen is following Bruce Willis and notice that he's at the mortuary getting a bunch of getting all out. of his supplies. Yeah. Like yeah. embalming shit. So he, he like, but Ernest pulled uh, Madeline out of the car while she was still wearing the, mor- the morgue bag. <laughs> like, I guess. Which is very funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. But maybe that was the only way he could get her out. Like, <laughs> unsuspe- like <laughs> she's, uh, yeah, he could have put her in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, and then we see him in spray painting, which is a mannequin. It looks like a mannequin. It totally looks <laughs> it like, looks a, like man- a fucking mannequin, but it is Meryl Streep. <laughs> and he's spray painting her with the spray paint. And so she doesn't look dead. Yeah. I wonder if that was really her legs. I wonder if it was though. Look, it very much looked like a mannequin. Yeah. It could have easily not been. Yeah. Cause no, they could have switched it right there yeah. when he comes across and then they, and then it's just her, the front part of her body. Yeah. Well, maybe that was in her her contract. She's like, nah. Well, she is like much paler in real life. Like, yeah, like they 
Like they're doing, yeah, they're doing yeah. all the spray job, mm-hmm. the the spray paint job on there. Yeah, she's quite a fair complexion. Yeah, yeah. like she's tan, but she's not like that tan. Yeah, and it's kind of weird how he's like a plastic surgeon, but also I guess he's really good at makeup. <laughs> well, because he's a mortician, he's got to make the ladies look beautiful. Yeah, but this is a different outfit than <laughs> than what she just had on. Yeah, yeah, she's changed jackets. So Ernest goes downstairs, and then. He's confronted by Helen. Yeah. Yeah. And then Helen's kind of a completely different outfit. She's ready to bury Madeline. She's like, she's like, what are you doing up there? It's like, why are you painting the body? Oh, one of my favorite scenes is coming up. Oh, this whole, this whole, like, this whole bit right here. I thought there was more of this. So I remember it thinking there was as well, but it's so quick and, but so effective. Yeah. Like I I could have swore like they, they were just, they just kept going at it. Because now we see that Madeline has caught on to these two and their plot to kill her. (laughs) <laughs> Goldion calls Helen calls Madeline a bad actress and you get this really great scene of the nails cutting oh. in to the side of the because she's so mad 100% I love it and I think we get the last Madden hell <laughs> yeah mad hell and also Madeline looks fantastic so I, that means Ernest did his fucking job in making her <laughs> look not dead and she's like it's alive but it, I think they also gave her contacts, so now like her eyes aren't blue, but they're more purple. Oh, like they do this thing too right now with uh, Goldie Hawn too. I know you can notice it in Goldie Hawn. I guess I didn't notice it on Meryl Streep. <laughs> it's it's a fucking cartoon character. Sorry, we're no, they we're are not... cartoon characters. We're getting a lot. Of, we're just really enjoying this. Um, this so this really iconic scene that's coming up with Meryl Streep shooting Goldie Hawn through the stomach, and she just flies into the little fountain pool. Goldie Hawn looks like she might be 90 pounds. Like, Goldie right. Hawn looks very, very, like... And in the scene with Goldie Hawn that I love her in the fountain is the blood oh. that comes from... <laughs> <laughs> and Ernest is like, Jesus fucking Christ. Why are you guys so chill with murder? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, the way he runs around, he runs around like... He does... I think he, he is trying to run around like an old man. So he's hunched down and his arms are just spread out and... He, he runs around wide-legged like a fucking cartoon character. <laughs> and he's worried about neighbors. And Madeline's basically just be like, have you ever seen neighbors like, at we all? We don't have neighbors. <laughs> I'm sorry, but let me go back to the, the, the shotgun scene. So, so so Madeline sneaks up behind Helen and just blasts her through the fucking stomach. She goes flying, flying through the air. It's so effective. Like, it's just astounding. And then the pool is just red. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking little and, we're, and once again we're gonna get a really cool scene coming up where you're seeing it happen in the background <laughs> like the same thing that happened with madeline when you when she started waking up after being dead so then so then you get um basically now madeline's letting Ernest in on the plan she's like well we're gonna continue the plan we're gonna go up to death valley we're gonna bury helen this time yeah, this time we're killing helen yeah because if we don't you know I will play dead. I will call the cops, play dead, and then you will go to prison. So then he's just like, "Yeah, sounds good to me." He literally, he's like, "I don't, I don't even know what to do anymore." <laughs> he's like, like, "You guys are just." <laughs> There's no logical explanation for what's going on. So he's just like, "Yeah, all right, we're doing it." <laughs> I do like this when they start working together. She's just like, "He's like, are you gonna help me?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm happy to help you. No problem." God, here it comes. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah, and then. <laughs> and then Helen just casually the just, water coming out of her body so good the the fucking gimmicks they do with with their, with their body parts once they get hurt it's great yes it's just eye view of 
a perfect point of view of the hole through her stomach right through to uh, Madeline and fucking uh, Ernest. It's so good. And I do like that they're like the shock that they're still like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, yeah. You, you would be. Yeah. Someone that has a hole in the middle of their body. Which like, is- <laughs> like you just shot somebody and like there's like obvious. It, it was different with the with the neck breaking. Yeah, because like maybe somebody could have survived that. You maybe. Know? But this you're like, whoa. And then Madeline really quickly is like, oh, puts it oh, together. Yeah, yeah, puts it together. And then you immediately see the difference in Goldie Hawn's eyes. Yes, Her the eye, con- the oh, man. eye contacts. Yeah, she looks 100%. like a, a fucking demon. Yeah. That's what I meant. Like, but now that you've pointed out Meryl Streep's, like, they're a little purpley, I, I see it now. Yeah. Whereas it's so very clear in Goldie Hawn. And they start going at it again. Yeah, she's like, you took, the, yeah, you, took the like, you took the potion. No, you took the potion. And she's like, that's why you got so hot. Like, they're so <laughs> mad. <laughs> Ernest is like, it's another miracle. He's like, it's not another fucking miracle. <laughs> yeah, he's like, because uh, they're not explaining it to Ernest. What no, there's no. like the potion. He like, sort get of, with the program. He's sort of getting it together, and I like how he's just like, I don't think this is a miracle at yeah, all. Yeah, he's like, wait a second. <laughs> and then these two, the fights, like the Ugh. Goldie Hawn just smacks Meryl Streep with the shovel, like re-breaking her neck. I love it because <laughs> it's just like the same insult to injury. Yeah, because now it's like the third time. Yes. The third time, second time. Second. The, well, well, this is the second who knows time. How but, many times she? No, I think it's the second time. But there's yeah. going to be a third one right now. Yes. Yeah. But now they bust out the shovels and they're like, "All right, here we go, bitch." I, I always like, love let's it. Let's go. <laughs> the on guard bitch is such a good line, guard, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, FYI. <laughs> Uh, Meryl Streep actually cut Goldie Hawn's face with that shovel. Oh yeah, I think I yeah I did read that. And then she she got a scar from it, a small scar. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think there was any like bad like juju between the two. No, yeah, nothing came up. Yeah, no, I think they more like everyone got along. Either that, or we're really bad at research. But we yeah, are superficial at best here. Could be true. <laughs> yeah. <it is> true. <laughs> And they're just having that. I love like how that wasn't even like a real fight. They just had like an animated fight over the fireplace. Well, there is like the part of this. Oh God. The special effects, even though they are a little bit dated, but like when when they are fighting and you're seeing like the fire through Goldie Hawn's body is cool. Like the hole in her stomach and then throwing the um, shovel through her and it goes right through her stomach. So she doesn't even get hit. I love it. She's. Meryl Streep was just like she's like yes no fuck oh <laughs> and then the third hit to the neck comes on where she just like bonks her head in like a like a gopher <laughs> <laughs> or good. whack-a-mole yeah <laughs> that was the that was a good one because because it was comedy repetition of threes yeah, it, was, of it was really really good and done well like it's <laughs> and you can sort of see her neck's all wrinkly because your neck keeps getting stretched the fuck yes. out <laughs> and, and then she can't pick up her neck because you just lost all fucking mobility there and that's when you do, this is the scene where you do get that these two, you get the more of their history. They're like, they're fighting. They're like, you are always better at this. And you always did this. And the boys always liked you. And, and they kind of find um, a common ground where they both really misunderstood one another. Well, they opened up to each other. They opened up to each other and then they, they called each other out on their shit and they, and they owned up to it. They were one, one was like, you called me cheap when, it, when when we were younger. And then that's why I started to fucking hurt you. And then that's why I never invited you around. And like, and you never invited me around, mm-hmm. you know? And then right, 
She sits on <laughs> Goldie Hawn sits <laughs> sits down on the couch and then just has the the stick that was sticking out of it just come right through. It's such a good little fucking gimmick. And Meryl Streep is holding her head. Like she has to hold it the whole time now because her neck is so broken. And then they both kind of do a thing where we're like, maybe it was just, maybe I just always really liked you or admired you. And they apologize to one another. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to talk it out. (laughs) And then they go out to see Ernest and they're just like, we just want to let you know that we made up (laughs) and we're friends now. And Ernest is just so, Oh, he's fucking over. Yeah, he's, he's like, out. I don't care. Like, <laughs> and Ernest's just like, you know what? I think it's time for me to go. Should have gone a long time ago. And they're like, well, you can't leave now. It's like, you got to fix this up. What is this little brace that Meryl Streep puts around her neck so she doesn't have to hold her head up? No, no, That's it's not. like, it's like, like a, a necklace. Yeah, yeah. It's like very, sim- like, it's very. I guess it could just be jewelry. Yeah, like very reminiscent of like those kind of like African necklaces yes. you see like tribes wearing. But in, I just in that scene it was super clear, oh, like yeah. the eye contact, like a purple eyes and then Goldie Hawn's eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's like I he do gives this. an ultimatum. He's like, I will fix you both. Like I'll put your bodies back together. He's like, then I'm leaving, and I never want to hear from you two ever again. And they go, okay, like we're kind of cool with that. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> And then I, there they are. I have no idea how he did that. I don't know how he fixed Goldie Hawn's <laughs> body. Like, that's that the hole thing. in the middle of, I don't know how he did it, but he did. Fucking paper and plaster. I have no idea. Because yeah. I guess she's not human anymore. So like you what? You wouldn't. You wouldn't I do need like to the eat? little scene where she rips off part of like the skin. She's like, oh no, you're falling apart. Yeah. And I feel like now Goldie Hawn also has the same color eyes now. Yes. So I guess what? Ernest. Ernest must have painted them. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. That's an interesting take. Like, yeah, yeah. So then they're they're. How do you make eyes not look dead? I guess. Fuck. So there's a yeah. There's a lot of truth in that. How do you make eyes not look dead? The contacts clearly in this movie. So then they're amazed that they're you know fixed bodies, and then all of a sudden you know. <laughs> I love this. Would you like little... some breakfast? Yeah. It's the biggest glass of whiskey. Hundred percent. Comically, that is. I think yeah, that's a that's a pint. That's a pint of whiskey. That's a that pint of whiskey. <laughs> that is a ridiculous amount. Breakfast. That is a small <laughs> carton of whiskey. That's so much whiskey. But basically, they're asking him. Do they ask him like, what do we need um, to keep? So like, just in case we do start falling apart. Well, they're like, they're like, well, like, what if this happens again? What if I? What exactly. if I? Like, we're supposed to leave you alone, but like, how do we take care of ourselves, basically? Yeah, like, what? What if I chip? What if I fall? Yada yada yada. He's not going to live forever, you know. But I also, like the moment. This is the moment in Ernest's like character where he's like, "I'm not drinking anymore." Like he is. He doesn't want this drink anymore. Oh yeah, he he actually does have a, an arc. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's just basically. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So he makes his choice. He's like, "You girls are dead." I'm leaving and I'm putting this drink down. Well, he says death to his part, right? right? He's like, well, you girls are dead now. Yeah. Death and I'm partying. Part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good line. It's a good it's line. It's a good line. Till death do his part. You're fucking dead now. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> and he almost. <laughs> so they were. This is the same fate as Madeline. They were going to drug him so they can give him the potion. But basically he just spills his drink everywhere and he has a little bit a little redeeming moment. So he's just like, I'm fucking over it. 
I don't oh, need to drink right. anymore. Oh my god, I completely missed that. That that was their plan as they wanted to, to get him to drink the potion. Yeah, but they just knock him out because yeah. it didn't. I love it didn't how work. <laughs> the plans never fucking work in this they movie. Do not work. <laughs> and they just go with something else completely fucking different. Isn't that life though? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like I had an idea, it didn't work, so we're just going with yeah, it. Yeah, just going with it. <laughs> and then he wakes up in. Isabella Rossellini's um, <laughs> pool room. That's how you have to say her name. Yeah, hundred percent. Every time you say something in and Italian, she was in the pool in high heels. And I, I didn't even this, get like, that. I extravagant <laughs> little again another little um little. This one's just a, a scarf. Yeah, and just draped around her. But I love that she just came out of the pool like that. And that is Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Yeah, that's hundred percent Fabio. I mean, Fabio's the one that came over and covered her up. Oh, oh yeah, there he is. There he is. No, that's oh, somebody that's different altogether. That's oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm just obsessed with Isabella's Rosalina's outfits. Yeah, the blonde guy right there. Oh, yeah. You're right. Okay. Um, God, she's, again, just showing, like, how incredible she is. Well, yeah, she is very much of, like, I am young and I am fit. So, like, I am just going to flaunt my body potion. every chance I get. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to take a, a naked swim and I'm going to have somebody just barely cover me up, you know? I'm, I'm going to take a naked swim in my height. I am always going to be on display because. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And then here we get the Fabergé egg again presented. Yeah, because she wants, she's trying to show him like she showed uh, Meryl Streep, like, give me your hand. Let me show you what this potion does. Yeah, she's selling it to him. Mm-hmm. She's like, you could, you can, pref-, which actually she doesn't sell it to him just because of like what she says, like. You you could work forever, and I'm like, well, who the fuck wants well, exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah. Like, no one wants to fucking work forever. I do like the little magnet that they use for this. Potion. Oh yeah, it, it's you so know, cool. we know it's like a, just like a little fucking sharper image magnet. I know, but it's so cool. <laughs> Your parents stick it to sharper image, like, oh, it fucking balances. Oh my oh. God, no way. <laughs> it's the stupidest, it's the simplest gimmick, but we're like, we're like, I've convinced myself that's how I want to like display my things. Oh, hundred oh, percent. Oh, if I can get a magic, po- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they really like made they really try to like paint up. Bruce Willis to look way older than he really was in this. Yeah, I don't even know how old he was in this, but it can't be couldn't be much older than Goldie Hawn. And I don't. Well, I don't you're saying Goldie Hawn was roughly. Um, let me see. Hold on a second. I'll tell you right now. Um, forty-seven. Did you say Goldie Hawn was? Yeah, because his because Bruce Willis's makeup does not look the best. In ninety-two, what he's year? Sixty-eight years old. He's sixty-eight now. Yeah, so ninety-two. Hold on, I'm gonna do it real quick. Minus. He would have been 38. Okay, okay. And Meryl Streep was roughly how old? Uh, Meryl Streep would have been like 45, I think. Okay, so Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn roughly the same age. And uh... I love this scene because because Lisa Isabella like looks like a fucking witch. The wind starts. They're inside, yeah. but the wind starts fucking blasting, and she's really trying to convince them. She's just like, drink it, drink it. Oh. It, and but like you said, her wording, like you could work forever. He almost does. Yeah. Because it's a very convincing deal for sure. So you said you wouldn't take it? I wouldn't. No. Ming, back there, would you take the potion? <laughs> Again, unless. I'd unless, get so I'd, much lawn work done. <laughs> unless, Edgar, I decide as a, a turning point in my life, I don't know, in the next five years where I just want to become an agent of chaos. Where I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Give me the potion. I'm here for destruction. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. 
I, w- I want to see zombies come back, you know? Because if I'm like, living my life where I'm like, well, technically, I can't ever die. I just have to make sure I'm not hurting myself physically. Oh, I would be so fucked up. Like, if, <laughs> if in this world, like, I get scratched and it just doesn't heal and, yeah. like, I got, like my, my skin peels and I can't put it back. Oh, I'd be You'd so be fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I, I get cut, like, Because these aren't vampire rules. No, but they, there is something very vampiric yes, about this. Yes, there is something vampire about it, but it's not vampire rules. Yeah, yeah. So, Ernest... Had, makes a decision. He's like, I don't want to live forever. So he declines a potion, does a very cool knife sword um, throw. <laughs> knife sword throw. Yep, the knife sword throw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he runs down the hall. Isabella's like, he won't get Isabel's far. Isabella's having a huge party upstairs, oh, that, by the way. <laughs> that's where she tells him. That's where she introduces the guys. She's like, Dick, Tom, Harry, take the potion. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Dick, Tom, Harry. <laughs> Uh, Which explains why Fabio is probably there. Yeah, yeah. So then he's he's at the party, and then he runs into Andy Warhol and Madeline. And Marilyn, uh, oh, sorry, Marilyn Monroe. Thank you, Marilyn Monroe. I almost said Marilyn Manson. I always I almost said Madeline Monroe. <laughs> like, that's not rich. That's not it at all. He would take the potion. He would have totally taken that potion. <laughs> Different fucking movie. <laughs> And then we get to meet the remember the manager from the what I don't know from earlier when the, the one that told Madeline about the potion at the I forgot the blood transfusion place. Yeah, I guess we can call it that mm. a spa. Thank you. <laughs> Elvis is there, and so we're seeing all these people that have basically taken this potion. Yeah, they're having forever. a. They're essentially, once again, they can never be seen again. So we all think they're dead. Yeah, they're having they a drink this potion. They're having a little huddle and they're basically being like, you guys, like some of you guys are being a little silly out there, you know, popping up in the news when you're not supposed to. And then they cut over to Elvis, which I think is such a I still really enjoy that because there's always those rumors where you're like, Elvis is still alive. Yeah. Like Tupac is still alive. Tupac's dead. I'm pretty sure Tupac's dead. (laughs) I know, but there's all those crazy theories. (laughs) <laughs> that's what, what Mishi thinks she is. Mishi, th- so um, the <laughs> there's this where so Ernest still has the potion in his pocket, by the way, which is why they're after him because they're like, uh, he can't be having that. Um, and then so she sends the dogs after him, the big Doberman dogs, which is what Mishi thinks she is, one hundred percent. But she's not. We just <laughs> found a miniature breaking box. news. We just found out Minnie is a mini Doberman, mini Doberman pincher. Yeah. 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 Which uh, explains a lot, I guess. Like, Misha, you don't like going out in the rain. You're not going to survive this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but she would She would attack him. Oh, she would. Yeah. She's like, you guys talking shit? She's like, I protect this house. Like, I protect this house and everyone in it, motherfuckers. So Ernest is trying to get out, but for some reason, as a lot of movies do, a lot of people try to escape through the roof, which is never a good idea. It's never a good idea. And this is a fucking castle. They did that in fear. They did it in so many things. God, they try to escape through the roof. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then, so he. he He's trying to exit through the North Tower for some reason. All the other doors are locked. So he's trying to like scurry across the scaffolding. Not the scaffolding. No, no. The just the um, just the, the roof. roof. Yeah. Which never do that. Yeah, I don't know. It is it is very <laughs> steep and it breaks because it's old. Mm-hmm. And this is so comical. This though. is so good though. I yeah, love yeah. this like um ridiculous setup. I want to say like three stooges almost kind of Oh like, yeah, slapsticky. Uh, like where he's dangling from his overalls and the gutter like falls out and yeah. he's like, Oh, 
he he slips down the tiles, it breaks, and then he like his his um suspenders get caught in the gutter, and the gutter swings over like a crane. So he's just suspended in midair, and he can't grab onto anything. And then Madeline and Helen are like, try they do try to help him. But yeah. then again, they're like, you just got to drink the potion and you won't die. I mean, it is it it is like your back is against the wall. And like it, yeah. it is like a yeah. good setup. 100 percent. So you- I guess in this exact circumstance, I might take the potion. Oh, yeah. Like if you don't take it, you might. You are going to. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you are going to die because yeah. it is, I don't know, 100 feet suspended in the air. Like, I don't know. I don't know math. But I don't know. <laughs> me either. I can't tell you. But this is again the uh, like Bruce Willis or Ernest being like, "No, I'm fucking done." That's and he just drops the potion. He's like, "I don't want to do this anymore." He's probably sobered up. He's got his resolve, yeah. and he just drops the potion, like you said. And then comically, <laughs> just yeah. got, comically, he, the suspenders break and he just <laughs> falls through the stained glass, but into the pool. But he didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, like, he didn't he, know that's how this was going to roll. Oh, totally thought he was going to die. Yeah. Everybody thought it, that was good. So we're so we're back at where he was we're originally. Back at where he fucking started. Yeah. In the room with the pool. <laughs> and he's like, shit. <laughs> and he comes across fucking Jim Morrison. And Jim Morrison just like over the like. He's like, are you done yet? He's like, uh, we were about to, you know, Jim, of course, Jim Morrison is still fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how they just like, yeah, throw in these little fucking, these little like famous it. people. It's so fun. I like, wish I would have gotten more. I yeah. know. I kind of feel like I feel the same. I wish there would have been a little bit more of these dead celebrities. I don't know. I don't know who else you could have maybe thrown in there without it looking like. <laughs> That's true. Because you got big ones. You had Marilyn Monroe, Elvis. Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. Who looked awful. Looked like, <laughs> who looked awful. was not a good Andy Warhol. No, not at all. I'm like, really? I think. I, guess, I but think also Andy, a bit of the camp. I think Andy Warhol looked really, like, was really small. That guy looked like six foot five or something like that. Like, he looked really tall. Was Andy Warhol small? I think he was fairly, like, like short, maybe. And then we get one last one of James Dean right there. Because that was, yes. like, James Dean's car. Yes, it was James Dean's car yeah. that Ernest escapes in. And we got a, he had another fabulous outfit changed by Lisa or Isabella. Rosalie. She's changing outfits like left and right. I mean, I would. Or her. Oh, no, I was wrong. No? He was pretty tall. Oh, Andy Warhol. Okay. Yeah. I always thought he was short. I don't know why. How he tall was he? 5'11". Okay. And then we cut back to our lovely leading ladies and they're falling apart. Yeah. All the commotion running around stuff like that put a lot of strain on their bodies and like they're just they just got scratches all over them yeah you know which like i think yeah like it might you know you might because you, if you're painting it with spray paint and you're on flesh and it's like stretching like it could it could totally rip I, I could yeah totally see no that. it's they're dead so like <laughs> i like as we come to see shortly here you do start to rot because they don't take care of their bodies so now we're going, we're jumping redhead. It's 37 years later. And now we are attending Ernest's funeral. So let we're basically saying this guy probably lived, what do you want to say? He was like 80s, probably. Here? Yeah, he probably lived up the That's what they 80s. kind of aged him to, to these little photos they have. Wait, how many years did they say it was later? 37 years later. Uh, so yeah, he, was, he would have been 87. Yeah, so he straight up left. These two and moved on, got married again, and raised a family. Oh yeah, he had like 
Well, how many children you said he had? Like a he, he had like four of his own, and then he adopted. Like he just became this really like he turned his life around. Yeah. Um. The which I'm gonna call it because like at the beginning of this eulogy, the the priest was basically saying at 50 he turned his life around, yeah. or at 50 he found a right. new a new lease on life essentially. And here comes when I think I love these two women sitting in the back of the funeral with these veils, these black <laughs> veils on attending this funeral. And you guys, if you guys go before me, I or I mean if I go before you guys, I would oh. like you guys to do this. <laughs> Sit in the funeral. back and laugh? No. <laughs> Sit in the back of my funeral. Oh, that's where my way. I'm sorry. Uh, no, <laughs> like, sit in the back of my funeral like this. Like, like with, with veils? <laughs> veils like, and look really just like. <laughs> you know what's really weird? Uh, all right, yes. Like, I, so my I, whole entire family is probably like, who were these people? But in like, reality, I'm probably going to go first. But it, <laughs> Probably. But it's it's funny that this Bruce Willis, I guess, makeup photo, like for the eulogy. Oh, the old one where he's where he, where he looks like a mountain climber. Yes, he looks like, yeah. It looks like Dan Aykroyd. Like, it just looks <laughs> like a photo of what Dan Aykroyd looks like. It's <laughs> It looks ridiculous. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. But long story short here is that these two are sitting in the back of his funeral. They went to it. And you can tell through their veils that they are messy. Yeah, they look like, fucked up. <laughs> They look their makeup's they, coming off. They look cheap. They look cheap. Oh no! Uh, he the, said it. They look cheap. They look cheap, and then they they you looking at the Yulian. They're just cracking up. They don't tell you what they're cracking up at, but they're they're reading it and they're just cracking the fuck up. Yeah. And their makeup's starting to run, and they're looking for a. And skin. they're trying to walk out of there, and you can tell they don't have full control over their bodies. Oh no! They're just like kind of wiggling around, like oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what they say. Oh. And they say like the eulogy keeps going on. They say that he found the there's the a secret of internal you. Yeah, yeah. Through the fret, through the hearts of his children uh-huh. and his grandchildren. And so quickly the girls turn around because they think, wait, what? And then it's like that very sweet response, and they're like, well, fuck this shit. Oh yeah. Like Meryl Streep goes blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> which is so great. Which is why I just. Fucking love these two. Yeah, they're they're, <laughs> they're not so redeeming at all. They're fucking cunty. Yeah. <laughs> so cunty. There, I said it. It's great. Hundred <laughs> percent. And they, go, oh. they go outside and they reveal, like, unveil themselves, and if, they're just messed up. If anything, they look worse than if they would have just aged. Exactly. Like, which is kind of a little theory on the why. You know, plastic surgery. There you go. Oh, there it yeah, is. I'm 100%. sorry. Like, people getting plastic surgery. Like, if you would have just aged gracefully, you probably would have looked better. No, I tell Ming all the time. Like, like that lady looks like a cat lady. Like, yeah. like she looks like what a what a human cat hybrid looks like. What the just it's the like, it's injections like, it's and like the cheeks. The wanting to lift your eyebrows, like thing, and then like the lip fillers, which is very common around here. And yeah. it's like, Oh my god, you did too much. And now it's becoming more common for like children to do it you know like it's yeah. teenage it's girls like, and it. like, like they want to get it in early you know before they before wrinkles start to come yeah in, I, there's start a to, theory to that i don't think it uh, yeah, doesn't matter the, i'm never i'm never doing it so then goldie han slips on the they both slip and fall on the stairs and just shatter <laughs> well it's just a funny setup because it's, it's so reminiscent funny. to what would happen to madeline earlier yeah. you know it's like she slips on it and she's just comically balancing on the on the edge yes. of the stairs and then, yeah, then she doesn't want to help her and then 
Helen just grabs Madeline. They both fall. And they fall and they shatter. They they look like they're made out of fucking rock. Yes. Yeah, it's great. And, and then, but of course they're still alive because guess what, you guys? They took the potion. They can't die. They can't fucking so die. So they're just sitting there heads and they're like talking to each other like well how do we get out of this one? Oh no the last line is like <laughs> well do you remember where you parked the car because yeah. she didn't remember where the fuck she left the spray can exactly so it's like they'll figure it out though I guess they'll figure it out right? Yeah but you're fucked now what are you gonna do how are you gonna get back from <laughs> how, how do you gather your body like yeah. that do you have to do you have control over your, <laughs> your limbs I don't know they, I don't know there's so many questions you could have done so much they could have, but the point is that he didn't, and it's like he just delivers a very quick, watchable movie. Ugh. Like I can watch this over and over and over again. I love it every time. Yeah, once once Madeline takes the potion, like er- everything after that, hundred yeah. percent. Like that's probably what I remember the most is everything after that because I don't remember the first half. It does not drag at all. Like does it, it is just constant, like fun. Re re like editing the fear episode. Like there was a lull in that. I did say like it, it does happen fairly quickly. And a lot of it was edited, but like there is a lull in that movie where, like between the second and third act, we were like, "Fuck, this movie's like just yeah. like just fucking," because mm-hmm. it keeps bouncing back. But yeah, this super tight. Yeah, because you know what, this Zemeckis kid knows what he's doing. <laughs> Again, I think this Zemeckis kid <laughs> has got it. He's got it. He's got the <laughs> talent. He's got that stardom. You know? He's gonna make it in this town. Oh man, hundred <laughs> percent. He's coming out with a movie this year. <laughs> What's it called? I don't know. Like, I just remembered reading that he's still fucking of making he movies. Is. No, there's been there's like things that I've passed my screen in the past where I'm like, oh, Zemeckis is at it again. <laughs> oh, well, he's born in 1952, so I guess he's only oh, he's only 71. <laughs> still, I mean the this man's filmography. Yeah, impressive. Yeah. Oh, what? So I guess he did the witches, which is was the oh the remake the witches with um none other than Jesus, Angelica Houston. No, he no? no he did the remake. Oh, he did with Anne Hathaway. He didn't do the original. Um, no, I don't see it on here. Oh, well, well I'd have to rewatch. You it. know what? You could have told me he did the original. I would have believed you. Because the original is great. The re- I mean, I ne- I haven't seen the Anne Hathaway one though, so I can't um, say <laughs> if it's good or not. But the original witches might be one we have to. Yeah, we might do, have to have do, to do oh, that. One hundred percent. Angelica like, Houston, gateway horror, or kid horror movies, hundred percent like that. Yeah, that, that one, and like once again, Little Monsters. We do that. Like we eventually will get to those. Had me fucked up. <laughs> uh, oh, witches terrified me. Dude, terrified me. The purple contact, speaking of which. <laughs> um, all I know is Zemeckis obviously did Forrest Gump, which he won an Academy Award for. Yeah, Forrest Gump is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's done um he did Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh, I see. His his latest, the twenty twenty four one is called Here. Which I'm not really which has Tom Hanks in it. So that's exciting, but there's not um I'm not really sure what it's about. Is, says the premise of the story covers the events of a single room and its inhabitants spanning from the past to well into the future. It'd be like almost like Oh, who framed Roger Rabbit? There it is. Oh. I was trying to remember which one it was. Oh, love that so one. Good. Love it. But so but other than that, like this was like his only kind of like dabbling in It was something diff- different. Like a black comedy, you know, light horror movie. 
everybody loves a little bit of like a murder mystery in the Hollywood Hills, essentially. Light horror movie, I guess, is a good way to take that. Yeah. But yeah, highly recommend if you've never seen it, especially watch it with your significant other. Happy mm-hmm. Valentine's. Happy Valentine's. What are you rating this one? Oh, this one's like a 8.5, you know, 8, 8.5 for me. I'm going to try to like be a little bit more uh, conservative on my rating now. I'm going to okay. try to like, because I feel like I've been rating everything too high because oh, I'm like, I love this movie. It's well, the worst like, movie ever. But it's like, <laughs> You're adding your own like nostalgic to it. Yeah. It does have, it does have like that for me. Like this is, this is very nostalgic for me, but it's still like, like like I always like to see if I could show this movie to a non-horror fan and if they oh, would enjoy it. Yeah. So I feel like that would probably rate it a little bit higher. And this 100%. Like this movie's like on the verge of a family movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what Zemeckis is known for. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. You're going to give it 8? Eight? Yeah, 8 8.5. I I I almost want to say it's like a 10 for me, but I'm I'm going to be a little bit more conservative. I guess maybe we can start doing like I'm saying straight up, it is a 10 out of 10 for me. <laughs> for me personally, yeah. I'll go down to a 9 overall. I don't know if that's a new thing we're doing, because but I love it. Maybe because I just wanted more. I always want more. I always oh, want okay. a little bit more. Like, See, oh. for me, this movie stands alone. I You don't need to add anything to it. I know we always talk shit. That's our thing. But I'm like, ah, love it. Nope. Watch it all the time. But you're right. You don't need more. But as a fan, I want more. But of course more. we have questions. No, hey, you know what? For once, we could say it, there's not a remake coming. <laughs> yeah, don't remake it. Don't remake it. I mean, Leave this one alone. I'm sorry. I think it needs to be left alone. Unless I, unless I could be wrong. Unless like, I would like to be proven wrong, but this is one I just feel like needs to be left alone. I feel like I heard murmurs of a remake of this one, and I and I wasn't excited about it. Well, the only thing I did hear about, no, yeah, I guess so, uh, was that there was a musical. Musical's fine. I can handle a musical. I'll see that. No, the, there is already a musical. Oh, no. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Talks six months ago. Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson, which Kate Hudson is Goldie Hawn. daughter. Yeah. Which would be... Which, okay, I can see. It would be fun. Should we get Meryl Streep's daughter to do it? I don't think she's an actress, though. Mm, yeah. But yeah, we'd still highly recommend it to Absolutely. horror fans and non-horror fans alike. But I guess if you're a horror fan, you've probably already seen this. Yes. And one of the other things was that I guess it also wasn't well received. Like it took a while for the cult following to take place because the the when it went to DVD, they used a really awful uh, copy to make it, so it just looked super super bad, super rough until until I guess the Blu-ray release or Shout Factory was able to make a really really good copy of it. I will uh, give a little bit as to I think why I was so drawn to this is I very specifically remember the VHS copy my mom had yeah. of the poster. So the original is like, you know, with Goldie Hawn in the stomach and then Great. Meryl Sheep's break broke neck and like um, Bruce Willis standing between the two of them. And I remember just being like, I hadn't even seen it yet. And I was like, this looks so fucking cool. Oh, a hundred percent. The poster says everything. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason on the IMDb. But on the, IMBD and on Wikipedia, they don't give you that poster. Which oh, is no. Weird. I don't know why. But, but yeah, they use the other poster, which is the, the potion one. and Isabella Rossellini's like torso mm-hmm. and like the cast of characters. Um, but the one I remember is the like, I'm sure everyone else has seen the one I'm going to use. <laughs> no, it is like I, I never even saw 
this poster, the one, the one until yesterday. Yeah, this was the only poster I was ever aware of. The candelabra to the stomach. It's hilarious. Yes. And also, we sold a um, Christmas ornament. Shut up, really? Season. Yeah, Death Becomes Her Christmas Ornament. Nice. Of Just the ladies. Bruce Willis wasn't in it. But it was my favorite one this year. And shockingly, it didn't sell that well. I was a little upset. Hmm. I think you just got to find the right crowd. Yeah, I know. But the, the couple people that I did sell it to were just so fucking jazzed about it. And we talked about how great this movie was. Dude. So there we go. That's all I care about. All right. Well, that wraps up this one. Anything else, Court, before we say our goodbyes? No, we can we can end it. Yeah. Go watch it. It's such a good one. 100%. And happy Valentine's Day. Well, this one will come out in the second half of February. After Valentine's. Hope but you... still, it's a, the month of love. Well, it was uh, it was like in between the scheduling. Like we either released before Valentine's Day or after Valentine's we, Day. We just had um, some audio issues with a couple episodes that we had recorded. And so we got pushed back a little bit. Or we can... If I get it done in time, I could release it on Valentine's Day next you week. You don't have to push yourself. <laughs> I was, but we you just that. Got, we'd have to record another episode because uh, no, we're we're on schedule. Okay. We're we just lost an episode in January. That's we all. we did lose an episode. That's what, but we released something on that. Yeah, day. I know it wasn't the. It, we released something, but it wasn't what it was supposed to be. No, that's okay. It was a uh, we did a real life horror. Yeah, you and Ming had a real life horror. Well, I just had that one. We were Ooh. just testing out the mics. We yeah. just had one. That one's just we have a lot of content that we sitting just recorded. in the key. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sitting in the cure. Maybe. We'll see what we'll see. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> Grilled cheese farts. It's okay. We just had this conversation. You fart. Everyone farts. Oh wait, is there a child <laughs> is there a children's book? Everyone farts? It's everyone poops, but there should be one that's everyone farts. Not a there isn't. A little gas cloud. I like it when when they draw the little gas clouds. It always cracks me up. The uh... steaming. God, I love that too.